Hey, I'm Ben Silverio. And I'm Sal Cheeks. And I'm Ansel Birch. And it's time, time to party! Hello and welcome to our Bloopers and Tangents episode for Happy Accidents. This is all the stuff that didn't make it into the regular episodes for reasons that will probably pretty obvious shortly. Uh, I just want to thank you for opening up your podcatcher and choosing weirdness today. Uh, should we officially uh, anyway, yeah, start? Should we talk about this movie? <laughs> all right. Uh, intro. This episode was recorded on November 1st, 2022. We are not doctors. We don't give medical advice. Please drink responsibly. This is, uh, this is a hell of a film. I watched this movie a lot. It's a good movie. I really enjoyed it's it. It's enough as a manic pixie dream girl. I, you know what's funny? I had that thought while watching the movie. I was just like, is he? Yeah. He is. Also, I always forget that Vincent D'Onofrio used to have like really fucked up teeth and then he got them fixed. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, this is before he got famous. <laughs> so this one, where is this in his criminal intent timeline? Is this pre Because this is 2000. Down? When and did that come out then? Criminal Intent was a little bit later because he was chunkier. That's true. He was chunkier he was in a, Criminal Intent. Yeah. Um, Peak Vincent his, his face filled out a little yeah. bit. This was also pre-Men in Black, right? No. No. Because that was 90-something. Yeah, he was Men in Black. He was in Men in Black first. This is an indie film, so it feels like older because it didn't yes. have a budget. But it was some from the 2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, just one, uh, I think. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been post Men in Black, pre Criminal Intent, and I think pre The Cell, because he was kind of chunky in The Cell, too. And he I say chunky with like love, because like mm-hmm. Criminal Intent is like peak D'Onofrio for me. Uh huh. Like, obviously, Wilson Fisk, A League of His Own, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. always fuck the yeah. Kingpin. Yeah. But then, like, Criminal Intent, that was like good D'Onofrio. Cripple, criminal Intent was, yeah, that, yeah. that's. That was Golden Age D'Onofrio, mm-hmm. yeah. or, or Silver Age D'Onofrio, if, if this is Golden the Age. Bronze Age. I've had a crush on this man since I was like 15. He's an amazing actor. But I figured it was like either right after or right before Men in Black, because he has kind of the Edgar look to him still. Mm. I think it's like... I think that's just his face. That's, yeah, yeah, it's it's pre him gaining a little weight, and it's pre him getting his teeth fixed. Yeah. I think Men in Black was in the 90s, right? I feel like it was, yeah, like late 90s. 97, 98? Yeah, 97. Ah! Oh, I don't know why I have such a very specific (laughs) 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 movie that came out in middle school, but here we are. Because it was pivotal for all of us. It was, it was. 98 was a weird one for me because I, I... I like escaped my small town for a few like key things in 1998 <laughs> and so like got exposed to regular people culture. Yeah. So like I I associate 1998 very heavenly, heavily with uh like the president of the United States and uh uh oh god, what was the the millions of peaches song? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peaches. Peaches. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you know, peaches. Um but 97, I'm surprised I don't I'm always I very that one. curious to know when you find out about songs, especially after that one from the Licorice Pizza soundtrack that I played when you came in one time and you were just like, hey, I know this song. Uh, the song was My Dingaling. My Dingaling? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that, that is another 2008 song. Yep. That, that was a song that I was exposed to in, uh, at Model UN. Are we talking about Superman? Because you're wrong here. Why is it always Superman with you? 
Because I am a convert. I am trying to show other people the error of their ways. I used to be like you. Oh my God, Sad. you're a Superman vegan. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I used to think that Superman was bad. I used to be sad. I used to live in a, a world not full of blue and, and, and yellow and red. And now I live in a world where I know that Superman fucks. And I need other people to know this. He's a good boy from With Kansas. This weird alien penis. I don't think it would be weird. There are other... There are weirder penises. That's fair. And that's also not a deal breaker. Worf has two dicks. That's, yeah. But is that a feature or a bug? <laughs> exactly. I mean, Daddy Worf is very different than uh, yeah, I mean, the I'm Big not Blue Boy Scout. Com- I'm not comparing them. It's just weird to like Captain America and not understand why people like Superman. No, I understand why people like Superman. I don't but have you like ever, any like, of that stuff about him. We have to read some good... You know what? We don't have to have this conversation. That's not why we're here. I'm fully aware that some characters are much better in the right hands. Like, it's like... Yeah, that's how comics work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but you're not willing to read some of them. Yeah, because have you seen my to-read pile? It's huge! I Just think read pro- All-Star Superman. I think the problem with Superman is that he's not had a good movie in a long time. Henry Cavill is a great Superman, though. Yeah, so well, that's really terrible, excited. an amazing terrible Superman. Yeah. terrible movie right but the thing is I'm really excited that he's coming back because like same sure because agreed... James Gunn could probably find someone competent to make a Superman movie yeah Henry Cavill perfect Superman bad Superman movies just like Andrew Garfield best Spider-Man worst Spider-Man movies mm-hmm. I'm glad we have this on the record because I agree he's the best Spider-Man I am sad that Henry Cavill is coming back to be Superman because it means we don't get Captain Britain but I am okay oh yeah that's your whole thing that is I... <laughs> as somebody who has read a lot of those comics because I'm a ex-slut um Captain Britain is super boring I'm sorry really you don't like Captain Britain I think I think his backstory is super fascinating and there's like a lot of opportunity that's fair but you also he... are like a capital A Anglophile I am a capital A Anglophile <laughs> like there's there's no getting around that but the fact that he like gets his powers from Merlin and is powered by the the like civic interest of the people of England is very interesting. Who canonically in the Marvel universe suck. <laughs> the that people is of England accurate. canonically suck. <laughs> Which, I, I mean... Canada is the NXT parking lot of the MCU true. and the people of England blow. And, and I say this as a loving <laughs> Anglophile. That is not untrue of the current people of England. <laughs> like, look at who is yeah, in yeah. charge of England right yeah, now yeah, yeah. and I mean, has been for a minute. Those in glass houses, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, also, yeah, we've, we've But it made is, like, a little bit more embarrassing because, like, England is we and we are, like, giant and so, like, there's, like, a lot more, you know, people with dumb opinions here. Like, they... You, yeah, little country. Give it... Figure it out. It's true. They, you know. they fit a lot of really... Uh, questionable opinions into one small island got a lot of a lot of racism per capita yeah yeah but you know it's like generational racism oh yeah it's like generational wealth well i think there's also (laughs) an interesting like academic read to be had in this and i haven't done the like are we still talking about captain Britain? no we're just talking about england (laughs) Uh, but no i think there's an academic read to be had on this being the like we had the death of the empire. Uh-huh. The sun has set. The, yeah, the sun done set. That shit's gone. Like, forget it. Uh, so now you're waiting for the return of the Jedi. Well, who I is kinda. Captain Britain? It all comes full circle. <laughs> ah, there it is. But no, like, there's there's a cycle that I think is going on where they're, like, trying to resurge as a nation. Yeah. And they went through this long period of being like, yeah, sorry, we did 
we did do some fucked up shit. Yeah, like oh, that that one's on us. That was sorry, India and everybody else. Ooh. Yeah. Um, for all the all the all the everything that Pakistan. we did. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a big the list. list. It's a long it's list. A long it's a sh- list. <laughs> the list is shorter if you go the other way. Like, who, who did England not fuck up? Uh, and Seriously. Then if- uh, if it wasn't for Miss Marvel, though, I wouldn't have really known about the partition. Oh, man, right? Like, Thanks, Miss Marvel. I, I know, right? But, like, I feel like U.S. schools should still teach that shit. I feel like yeah. U.S. schools should. Should, yeah, exactly. Teach. Should teach. Yeah, teach. Ellipsis. I remember in high school, I was asking my social studies professor about uh, the Philippines in World War II. Because there was one paragraph about the Bataan Death March in the textbook. Really? That one was... paragraph. That was it. And I was just like, weren't we like major allies to the US? Like, like, didn't a lot happen? Like, and they're like, the textbook doesn't cover it. And I'm like, well, I'm asking you about it. You're a teacher. You like, the books are resources and then you expound on them. That's no. Okay. I, I did teach not. Gym. I teach gym. No, a lot of history teachers do teach gym. I think I, he was like a soccer coach like or a basketball two coach. Two out of three of my high school te- <laughs> yeah. history teachers were gym. And it's because they're like, Loki, like the white fascists who are like, I'll teach about uh, World War Two, and then do you want to play basketball? <laughs> Anyways, we're from the Midwest. Yeah. Oh, me and Ansel yes. are. <laughs> Remembering things is hard. Remember uh, how we used to have two sidekicks? We finally have a host in the chair. Like I said last time. <laughs> I, every time we're going to make this acknowledgement. It's true. You've uh, got host energy, Stella. I do have you host really energy. Do. <laughs> I keep so many podcasts together. <laughs> you texted us about this episode more than we texted you. <laughs> um, what would you pair this movie with? What would be your oh, drink yeah. to drink along with this movie? Merlot. Yeah, it's got to be Merlot. It's got to be Merlot. Yep. Yeah. There it is. All right. There you go. You got to pick your favorite Merlot. Yeah. <laughs> every uh, B-Y- Apothic. O-M. Makes a good Bart Merlot. Yep. Make your own Merlot. <laughs> there it is byom all right cool i think there's a bottle of wine in the fridge I, i'm pretty sure it's not merlot uh, weird if it was in the fridge and it was merlot i know that that would be an odd but place i don't know to start. what happens in philadelphia you know also i don't drink wine regularly so yeah I don't know shit. are you a wine and coke person the no. devil's blood you know who is a wine and coke person nicholas is he yeah it's very popular in spain yeah, Nick is gross. Dick Dublin. I tried it. Dick it was Dublin. fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's actually not that bad. Yeah. It's just like Is really it something syrupy? I want? No. Yeah, it's just like extra syrupy. But it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not undrinkable. Mm-hmm. It, it is odd that the wine you drink at room temperature and the drink that you drink as cold as humanly possible are the things that you've mixed together. That's science. Mm, I guess. Mmm, <laughs> tepid. Mm. <laughs> Since you do multiple episodes, you should have to find three different synopses. Ooh. So like one's from Internet Movie Database, one's from Wikipedia, one's from Rotten Tomatoes. Whatever. That's fun. A lot of work. It's really it's just not three websites. All. I know it is. <laughs> I'll, it just I'll never occurred to me before. Yeah, like, it's good. literally you just be never fun. occurred to You're me. You're mixing it up. This is why Stell has <laughs> a, a podcast at, uh, She has a podcasting empire. 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 That's the word I wanted. It's something. Everything well, you make is solid gold, and I want you to true. know that. Thank you. It's uh, a lot of fun. I listen to a lot of podcasts, <laughs> and yours are the ones I listen to, even if I'm not interested in the subject. Well, that is high praise. 
Uh, I mean, can we... I mean, we're going to talk about this eventually on your podcast, but I met you because of Not Your Demographic. Uh Uh-huh. Really? When I moved to Chicago... Ben's a go-getter. I try. Um, When I moved to Chicago, uh, our mutual friend, Courtney Rose, uh, I only knew her on Twitter. And I was like, hey, I know that you're from Chicago. Uh, Do you recommend, you know, things like podcasts, wrestling shows, like... Sure. Burlesque, anything. And she's like, well... If you like wrestling and burlesque, you should listen to Not Your Demographic. These idiots. And I'm like, okay, I will. <laughs> so then when I moved here and went to a show, uh, I was like, oh. I don't know if you know this, but me and Aaron are sort of distinct. <laughs> <laughs> I was able to pick them out. Incredibly unique humans. <laughs> yeah. I was you able to pick out. them out from across the room. <laughs> went over. That's got to be that. You know earlier where I was like, I don't need friends. I don't like to talk to new people. This is the opposite of that. Somehow, <laughs> somehow you broke through. Somehow I broke through by saying, hey, can I buy you a drink? So, and then Aaron was oh. like, obviously. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I, don't really under, I don't really know how it like formed from there, but then it just did. Uh, you invited me to a party. I really will invite random people from Twitter into my home. <laughs> I have like a lot of friends from Twitter. I mean, like after that, like we started following each other and then you were just like, hey, do you want to come to this thing? I'm like, sure. Who's Alexis? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And at the time, I was living out in Gilbert's. So oh, yeah, it was you used to an... have to drive from the suburbs. Yeah. Talk I... about time travel, oh, right? Fucking worse. It's a lot of time traveling. That's for yeah. sure. <laughs> for those of you who aren't from Chicago, uh, it takes two hours to get into the city from any suburb, no matter how far away much. or near it is. Yeah. Granted, it also takes an hour, if you're taking public transit, to get anywhere... anywhere. From anywhere in this city. We're very privileged with our public transit, but it is an hour, no matter where you're going. I don't know why. I, have you noticed this? Is trains this... are cool, man. It doesn't matter. Oh, trains. they're dope. <laughs> don't get me wrong. Like I said, we're privileged yeah, by we the are. amazing public transit I, we it's have. It's also, you know, a big city, Ansel. It's big. <laughs> well, I think... Uh, yeah, but a lot of big cities don't have as good public transit as yeah. Chicago does. Yeah. I think the problem is that there, it, no, you, it's, it's big, so like, hard to, to go, go east places. to west. Yes, that's true. Mm. Um, that is called um, systemic racism. <laughs> yep. Well, that's why you can't go anywhere on the south yeah. side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chicago has problems, but it's also amazing. Sure. Uh, first, Ansel, who was one of your, uh, I don't want to say weird crushes, but who was one of your first no, no, no. crushes? You can say weird. No, say weird. Oh, I want to know the most bizarre crush you have. Oh, you can okay. say first crush and then your most bizarre. I don't think D'Onofrio is my most bizarre because I think John Malkovich is, but we don't, that's not what we're John doing. John Malkovich? Yes. Is that what it was? I like how she, she uh, <laughs> glossed over it. No, we're getting back to Malkovich no, no, later. <laughs> God, I don't know. And wait, are you defining first as like your like sexual awakening? Because no, like, like we had first crushes when you were like a kid. Like sure, but I guess it would be sexual awakening because like the first crush that you had, where it's just like, oh, I'm attracted to this person, like, oh, not just shit. like, oh, not I just like, like this teeny boppery. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. because I think teeny boppery for me would have been the Pink Ranger, mm, uh, yeah. but Jennifer Tilly was a different level. In Bride of Chucky. No, I I fucking. Do not like those movies. No, but she's really hot in them. She's absolutely hot in them. <laughs> Jennifer Tilly's hot. That's just yeah. Jennifer Tilly's liar, hot. Liar, liar. It might have been liar, liar because like I was too young to watch some of her like other stuff. Yeah, because it's Jennifer Tilly. Yeah, yeah, with like Gina Gershon yeah. or um, uh, but also Chucky terrified the shit out of me as a kid. Mm. Um, I had a lot yeah, of toys growing up. That's still one that I haven't crossed in the like yeah. spooky thirties. Me so too. Chucky. 
I do not want to watch the Chucky movies. But it's funny because I like Small Soldiers. Which is just a different kind of Chucky. Just, it's just, a different kind of Chucky, yeah. right? Yeah. But they make sure to establish... But I don't these... think they are anatomically correct. No. Um, but they establish in Small Soldiers that it's like That's a computer canon. thing. Oh my God. Like, they, like the, it's computer programming. But is, is it a computer like apocalypse scarier than one serial killer and a doll? A serial killer and a doll is fucking terrifying. One serial killer and a doll, computer apocalypse. <laughs> Yeah, but I Wait, don't was know. Small it's... Soldiers a, a computer apocalypse, or was it just the one? I've it's been I've seen it one time back when it came out. Uh, but it's like a whole line of because it's a line of toys sure. that's like bugged or something. But it was right? only the the prototype ones that came to life and did all this shit. Yeah, so it was like, like the one other ones had the potential to do it, but they hadn't been like turned activated. or flipped on. Yeah, they haven't been activated, so it could be avoided. <laughs> you know, like you could potentially stop that. But stopping a serial killer in a in a doll, like that's a little bit harder, as they've shown, because Chucky keeps coming back. Yeah, he killed Liv Morgan. He killed Liv Morgan last week. Man, rough. <laughs> uh, but Weird Crush was definitely Roxanne from a Goofy movie. Oh, if we're doing cartoons, Jafar. Oh yeah, I mean if we're if cartoons are in this, um, but yeah, uh, I think first has to be Jessica Rabbit. That, I mean, for everybody. Yeah, that's just like normal. The, you, yeah, you're. Um, but no, uh, I have this distinct memory as like a young, young person of uh, a TV guide with Dolly Parton on the cover. Yeah, Ooh. that one really got me. Yeah, I was like, ah, yes, I am very straight. <laughs> my sexual my sexual awakening was definitely Alec Baldwin. And then I had this like range of truly fucking weird men like Vincent D'Onofrio and John Malkovich. And then like, you know, as is every bisexual's right to be in like deep denial for a long time. Once I finally like came to and was like, oh yes, um, I am bisexual. I had this like 2020 vision of like who and like I had a locker full of pictures of Liv Tyler and I was just mm. like, she's just so talented. <laughs> so stupid. Like, no, you have pictures of her like plush mouth all over your locker you <laughs> idiot um, like specific from like a specific movie or just from everything i mean our one um, for sure our one for sure i also loved armageddon and i would like try and defend the movie it's just because i thought she was hot and yeah. i like but in my head in my like fucking jumping like i'd be like no no, no it's she's just such a talented actor she's a really underrated actor and it's like no you just want to put your mouth on her plush mouth um, I always then, think of her from Empire Records. I was yeah. just about always to say, Empire yeah. Records. Yeah. She's super hot in that movie. So hot um, in Empire but Records. But then the big one for me when it comes to like women, though, is, boy, if if this was a VHS tape, it would have burnt out. But I watched Charlie's Angels a lot um, because uh, Lucy Liu was yeah. a big... Lucy Liu in that... Good choice. Um, Good choice. Pleather skirt and that... Oh, uh, yes. That was a big... <laughs> that was big for me. I get that. That was big for me. And I was like, no, no, it's just like girl power or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, cool, yeah, girl power... But they like, there's the scene where she like leans over and fixes the like drive in scene with her just like ass in the camera. And it's like, nope, uh, Lucy Lou. Lucy Lou for me, for sure. I, I feel like I've always been uh, a, uh, a fan of boobs. Yeah. Uh, but. Oh, I'm not Cameron a bisexual. Diaz. I'm a bisexual. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> But Cameron Diaz in Charlie's Angels. Angels. Everybody loves the booty dance. It's in true. In the Spider-Man panties. Yes. Everybody loves not? the booty the dance. The Spider-Man panties might have like done it for I me. I think that's what know. it did. 
like Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. You know? I, I bought a bunch of like, uh, I had like X-Men, men's like X-Men, like boxer brief type things. Like, and I had some other like dumb, like comic booky panties because I was like, I love Charlie. I love Charlie's Angels. I remember that period when, Gotta get in uh, on that. Gotta get in when, on this. when girls our age would buy like little boy, like pull up underwear yeah. with like mm-hmm. X-Men on them. Yeah. Cause I because they almost, wouldn't make Superman underpants yes, for, for women. Exactly. When, a they didn't. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of stuff like branded for women and clothing and stuff mm-hmm. then, which is like hilarious because there's tons now. Yes. But also, I really think because of that movie. Probably Cameron Diaz did it for a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Stella's. Uh, I don't know. What are we gonna call him? Among her top three. Among her top three. Oh, he's not among my top three. Oh, no? Okay, fair enough. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Top three of the people we've talked about so far. Yeah. I mean, there's so many caveats, too, of, like, tops, like, threes or top fives or whatever. Like, is it just the men? Is it men and women? Is it... I mean, would it have to be Longevity. just the men? I don't think so. I feel like... I feel like your top is your top. Like, that's... Yeah. So, D'Onofrio wouldn't be in the top three of regardless of gender? I don't think so. He'd be in the top 10. Okay. I don't know if D'Onofrio would be in the top three. Top five. I would have to think more about that. Hmm. Interesting. Hovering nebulously in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely in the top 10. I'm trying to think of who would be my top three. Definitely Lucy Liu and definitely Mitch Pelagi. That's just a given. No, I that no? was like a very like adolescent. Like I think she's very. I went through a Liv stuff, Tyler phase too, but I'm not like yeah. she's Our, not definitely not. She's, our wouldn't affected us all. Yeah, she's she's pivotal in my like upbringing, but like she's well, not in, in my yeah. She's not my in Armageddon. In Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, she's not my top right now. I mean, if she walked up on the street and said like, "Do you want to put your mouth on my plush mouth?" I would say yes. <laughs> she's got a very plush mouth she's got a very plush mouth I uh, I went through a phase and it was definitely when they were married of uh, being a big fan of Scarlett Johansson and Robert Ryan Reynolds mm, yep yeah I feel like both of them should do something for me but neither of them do like I don't identify as bisexual but if that couple if they were like we saw you across we the together bar, would like you we saw yeah. you across yeah. the bar and we really like your vibe absolutely you would be like okay and potentially uh Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhenney I don't know who Rob McElhenney is uh he plays Mac on It's Always Sunny oh okay that does not help me yeah me he plays um Ian in Mystic Quest. Mythic Quest. You should watch Mythic Quest. I think you'd like it. Probably. It's very. It's a very funny. There's show. a lot of media out there. Um, That's true. There's a lot of media. Out oh, there. that guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. I'm trying to think of what my top three would be. I think this is such a wild pull. I think currently in this moment, my top three would be Mitch Pledgey, Lucy Liu, and Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler. I have a very fucked up. I figured she Baszler. would be like lower on the top ten. No. Wow. The Submission Magician, whose nickname you didn't know until... <laughs> the Grapple Wizard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I is that what it does? Is that what does it for you? Because I feel like that would do it for me. The Submission Magician? Uh, no, I don't know. There's something about her that I find like very good. <laughs> I remember when you were talking about Shayna Baszler on Not Your Demographic, and I was listening to it in my car and just yelling, Submission <laughs> Magician! Like, mm, you know, like a wizard <laughs> oh her wow yes she's, okay here's the thing she's incredible with men 
I need them to look like they could turn into a werewolf at any moment. Mm -hmm. With women, they just need to be like slightly scary. She and looks like everyone, she could turn into a werewolf at any minute, yeah, though. Like that's that. true. Yeah. She does walk that line. And with everyone, the thighs are key. I get that. You you are you are big into thighs. Yeah. That has been established. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so. Is Drew McIntyre still on the list? Is he still boring to you? Uh, I don't know if he would be top 10 now. Maybe, actually. I don't know. He's His thighs are a work of art. <laughs> he's um, a very chiseled man. Yeah, but he's also so annoying. It's fair, yeah. The Scottish warrior. Yeah. If it's not, you know, something like Vincent D'Onofrio, I'm not going to remember. If it's not uh, John Malkovich, it's not in there. It would just be so weird and worth it. (laughs) He has this Um, thing he does with his mouth. When he talks, and I feel like it would be good. Okay. Uh, fuck Mary Kill. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, or sorry. Peg Mary Kill. Peg Mary Kill. Peg Mary Kill. Peg Mary Kill. D'Onofrio. Um, uh, Pledgy. And. Uh... How dare you? <laughs> D'Onofrio, Pledgy, and, and Malkovich. And Malkovich. I have to kill one of them? Name? (laughs) Disregard? Offend? (laughs) I genuinely don't know how to answer. This may may be the hardest Peg Mary kill I've ever had. Really? Sorry, Jolene. (laughs) I genuinely do not know how to answer this. I cannot cannot pick. I think I'd marry Pelleggi. Yeah, he's definitely like a good husband, but I also feel like Vincent D'Onofrio would be an amazing husband. He's been with Pledgy and D'Onofrio have been with the same woman for but a really long was time. D'Onofrio was kind of scary. I don't know, so, intimidating. Have you like, not seen Mitch Pledge? Sure, I I mean, just because all three of them have, have played very scary all energy. three of them have played serial killers absolutely. very well. They in absolutely movies. have, but I think the fact that D'Onofrio was kingpin might like put it a little mm-hmm. bit over for me. Really? Yeah, yeah. Kingpin was very good. I'm, I'm yeah. not not arguing. Just I okay, and, and then I'd peg uh, Malkovich. I think. Yeah. See, like the the it does pop out to be like okay, Malkovich is the one you peg, right? Uh huh. But like both Vincent D'Onofrio and Mitch Pelleggi would be so good. They would be such good husbands, and none of them should die. <laughs> Though I do feel like Vincent D'Onofrio would be down to get pegged. I bet you he's he is freaky. Oh, I bet. So he he does seem like he gets into that shit. Yeah. I do not feel like Mitch Pelletti would like to be pegged. Okay. Uh, so I feel like I just I think I would kill John Malkovich, which was really painful to me, but I would do it while making direct eye contact. Okay. Um, so I would like, like I'm sorry, it was it. you or D'Onofrio. And he would be like. And he'd be like, yeah, fair. He's younger than me. <laughs> and then, is he younger than him? Malkovich? They're both quite old. D'Onofrio's got to be younger than Malkovich. Look up these ages. Also, I love that we're talking about my sexual desire to fuck these like 70-year-old men. Um, to, though I've wanted to fuck this for a long time. So. When they were 50 still. Yeah, when they were, you know, in the 50. But I've watched all of their movies. So it's from their whole lives. Yeah, They're yeah, yeah. You've seen them in their 20s. They're completely yeah. fuckable. 
Um, honestly, though, Vincent D'Onofrio is much more attractive as an older gentleman than he was. John Malkovich is 68. Vincent D'Onofrio is 63. Okay. Wow. How old is Mitch Pledgey? I he thought D'Onofrio was younger than that. Mitch Pledgey is 70. Yeah, um, I'm going to marry Mitch Pledgey. I'm going to peg Vincent D'Onofrio. And I'm going to kill John Malkovich. Okay. Though I would like to reiterate that was the worst peg Mary kill I've ever had to do. Wow, good work. Uh, Ansel, peg Mary kill... <laughs> Um, Jessica Rabbit, uh, mm. Maid Marian, Maid Marian, okay. uh, Dolly Parton, the the Fox Maid Marian, to be clear. Yeah, Correct. no, we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, Jesus, you uh, have to marry Dolly Parton. You would absolutely marry Dolly Parton. I mean, by virtue of her being a real person, <laughs> that that gives her a big edge. <laughs> big edge, Dolly Parton. Also, like all of the great work she's doing recently is really, really top notch. Um, also, her rack. Also, her rack, which legendary. I am, I am a, a well, well-established boob man. <laughs> um, man, uh, I, the, again, the problem is, which one do you murder? Like, yeah. like I don't. Know. Also, like it's like saying peg for like a all lady one. It's like so. It's just a regular. That's fuck true. Marriage. Yeah, at that point, it's just fuck. Kill. Yeah, yeah. Um, Unle- you don't know what they're into. I know, but like. It's not pegging. <laughs> That's it's true. Just anal yeah, the anal parts. Sex. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, just anal sex. sex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a very this is a very a very important point. I don't know. I feel like I feel like mm, made Jessica Rabbit would like She's see it coming. She's an established great wife though. Absolutely. That's true. She is a great wife. But so's made Marion like Every every like iteration of Robin Hood where we get past the initial part where he has sure, to save her and they get married. Sure, but specifically the Fox one. Yeah, we have no idea. We don't know. We have no idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could be completely, completely. I think awful the answer is wife. actually marry Jessica Rabbit. Marry Jessica Rabbit. Marry Jessica Rabbit. Fuck Dolly Parton. Kill me, Marion. I think you're right. I think you're oh, right. Oh, that's a good point. I appreciate the assist on this, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I don't know, Dolly. Something about Dolly just seems... Dolly also has been with the same man for a long time yeah, and is absolutely. an established oh, great yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, Jessica Rabbit, I big fan. But like I feel like I would rather spend more time with Dolly. Yeah. I feel like Dolly would be fascinating. Absolutely. I mean, like, I've never watched an interview with Dolly Parton where I was like disinterested. She's <laughs> sure. always she's got the weirdest stories. And I think that that would that would make growing old on the porch interesting. Uh, Are we imagining a situation in which I'm the, the same, same age, age yeah. as Dolly Parton? Because that is at a what problem. age am I pegging Vincent and Aubrey? <laughs> <laughs> Do we get to? Am I pegging Sam Deeds? Am I pegging? Uh, uh, what is his character in Law and Order? Criminal Intent. Oh, I don't remember. Am I pegging cop? Am I pegging Wilson um, Fisk? Am I pegging just it, regular Vincent D'Onofrio? It, it would have to be uh, Men in Black Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I mean, I if guess... we're gonna go creepy, I would rather peg the cell Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh yeah, there you <laughs> go. This weird <laughs> fucking. That movie's amazing. That movie's um, so good. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, I guess that's the question. Is like, are we talking? I mean, you never like got when you get got that specific on. Uh, NYD, I know. Right? It's just now we're just making. We're just. It's not. This is not. Not your number. It's true. This is not. This not is your time to party. <laughs> Crossover segment. It's almost certainly going to be in the tangent episode. Fair enough. Yeah. You can find us on the internet. I'm at Vsilverio20 on Instagram and Twitter. 
I'm at Sal underscore Cheeks on Twitter and at Sal Cheeks on Instagram. I am at Indecisionist on Twitter and at The Indecisionist on Instagram. Special thanks to April Moralba for our podcast art and to Marlon Longid of Marlon and the Shakes for our amazing theme song. This has been an Indecisionist production. You can join the conversation by using the hashtag time to party. That is time the number two party. As well as hashtag time the number two party. Thank you, Bork, who is in the room this time. <laughs>